it's your girl Kanye and I am back with another late night thought. Thank you guys so much for clicking on this video. If you have not, I would love for you to please like, comment, and subscribe to the channel because we about to get into it. We're not gonna, we're not gonna keep uh, 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 sugar cutting uh, no more. So we about to get into it. Okay, this is about to be a great, great episode because I got some tea for y'all. Okay, and when I say tea. I mean tea. We drinking tea today. So, get y'all cups, get y'all drinks, and get ready. Oh, somebody told me I look like somebody auntie. I got called um somebody from the Temptations. Um, I got called somebody's grandma. But you know what? <laughs> people, people can say all they want to say about my little hairstyle. But I look good. I think we all know that. I think we all know that. Okay, so don't play with her. Don't play with her. Don't hate to play. I hate the game, baby. Okay, so we're going to get right into today's episode. I will give y'all a minute to go ahead and get y'all drinks. Relax, sit back, and get ready. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm, I'm in a goofy mood today. I'm in a real goofy mood. So... Y'all should have your drinks by now. Um, now we're going to get into it. I want to first start talking about like projecting fears. People will project all their fears onto you. And what's crazy is growing up, this was like my situation like all the time. Like with my family, just people always projecting their fears and creating their own domestications for me. And... I am 24 years old, just now realizing this. And so you got to kind of sometimes take a look, a step back and look at your life and really see like the ideas that I think are mine, are they really mine or were they just told to me? And I just always, you know, followed along and thought that they were right. And so I kind of just been taking a step back and like looking and I'm just like trying to look at everything in my life to see do I agree with this or do I not? And so if I don't agree with it, I'm letting it go. Gotta go. So just like people will project their fears. And I think that this is so weird. Like I got two examples or two stories I gotta tell y'all. So this past week at work, um, I got a grand idea that somebody was like, okay, you should, if you don't, if you don't want to live in the state you're in, you really want to move. Go ahead and you can still buy yourself a house in this state, but then just rent it out. Like you don't have to live there. You can just buy the house, rent it out. And that's how you can start um, making profit and getting into real estate. Not that I necessarily wanted to get into real estate or be big in real estate. It's just like something, right? Who wouldn't want to buy a house and make money off of it and then probably do more and actually turn it into something? I'm the type of girl that like, I want to do anything that's going to make me some money. I want to do anything that's going to make me some money. So I was telling this to this, this coworker of mine and she actually just bought a house. And so I was telling her, oh, somebody just told me I should buy a house and rent it out. And immediately when I'm telling her this, she's like, oh, well, you know, I wouldn't do that because, because, um, 
what'd she say? She said, I wouldn't do that because there's like a lot of things going on right now and people that have Airbnbs are being sued. I would never do an Airbnb because there was this one, I guess it's this one case where the there was a baby in an Airbnb and the baby ended up eating like some drugs. I guess it was like fentanyl or something. So the baby ate the drugs and died. Very, very, very unfortunate. It's a very unfortunate situation. Very. And I um send prayers to the family. But so the family's actually like suing the owner of the Airbnb. And so she's pretty much saying like, I wouldn't do it like that because there's so many things that could happen and I just don't want to be responsible or be sued or anything like that. And then when you rent it out to people, people won't take care of it that, you know, like, like you would or something like knowing it's like yours. And so I'm just like, yeah, all that is true. That's very true. But I don't believe in just like, I don't, it's like when people start immediately projecting their fears onto me, I can tell right then in that moment. And it's like, yeah, but no, no, I'm not going to allow your fear to be my fear. I understand that, that there's risk and things like that that could happen. That like, that situation was very unfortunate or people are a little nasty and they will not take care of your place the same way that they will take care of their own if it was their own. I get that. I understand that. I know that that's real. I know that's true. But that doesn't mean I'm going to just look at those negatives and say, no, nah, I'm not going to do that. Because this is the power of the mind. Like, if you so much dwell on all these negative outcomes, you're literally going to attract that to you. You're going to attract that negative outcome, not that one, but any negative outcome to you. If you think so much about what's negative that could possibly come, it's literally going to come to you. That's the power of the mind. And so I understand that and I know okay if I dwell on the positives of the situation then I'm going to attract positive things to me right or I'm going to go ahead and go through a I'll have them go through a thorough like step-by-step -step process to even be able to rent the home or whatever it is like background check rental history check I'm calling people I need to know how, how did they leave the house Things, you know, just other, just things that are in stat. But then also with that, it's like also doing risk aversion. So risk aversion would be, okay, if I go ahead and rent out this house, what are all the possibilities that could possibly happen? Now, I'm not going to dwell on these possibilities that could possibly happen. I'm going to understand that, that it is a possibility that, that, that this could happen. I'm going to understand that. And then I'm going to create risk aversions, meaning, okay, say, for example, if somebody decides to trash the house once once they leave, they break everything, they trash everything. Okay, well, that means that I should have had something in the paperwork that specifies how they should leave the home. And if they don't, then these are the actions that will be taken. And then on top of that, also having some sort of like fee set up for if once you are done renting this place and it's not up to par how we have it in the agreement then there will be like a deposit or something that will be you held 
till the end for me to use if I need to use it to fix whatever it is that you've messed up. So it'll be like a deposit situation. So there'll be things put in place that are going to prevent um, not all possibilities because you can't prevent everything, but just the ones that, you know, it's like common, you know? And so I just don't like when people try to project their fears onto me because I grew up with my family doing that to me all my life. And so I don't like it. And I can immediately tell like, okay, that's just what you're fearful of. And I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna tell you none of my ideas no more. Mm -mm. You, you don't need to know no more. You don't need to know anything, right? Another thing, right? So people, when they're like projecting their fears, they will, when people are projecting their fears, Sometimes when you are like leveling up or you're doing um, a lot of work that's good for yourself, maybe reading more, maybe eating better, you may be working out more, you may be doing whatever it is that you're doing that's making you better. People will become fearful because they're not going with you on that level. People will become fearful because you're moving too fast. You're moving too fast for them. And so you'll hear people say, oh, you've been doing too much work or, or you've been working out too much or you've been eating good too much. You need to go ahead and, and go have fun. Go out. Have fun. Go eat a donut or go t t take a rest day. People will tell you that if y'all know what I'm talking about, people will literally be like, you need balance. Anytime you're doing something good and you going up, you going up, people will be like, you need balance. But when do you ever hear people say, okay, um, dang, you in the club too much. You need balance. Go ahead and go read some books or, oh, dang, you just fat and lazy. You need balance. Go eat better. Some people probably do say that. You know what I mean? But like when, whenever people are just doing real, real, real bad, you don't never hear them say, oh, you need balance. But anytime you're doing real good or you leveling up or you moving faster than somebody else, they're quick to be like, oh, you need balance. Go have fun or something. Go party. Go, go, go to get a drink or something. And so I think that that is like people projecting their fears in another way in a way of oh i want to go I'm, I'm i'm on this journey with you or I'm, I'm doing this with you or maybe i'm not but i am not moving how you're moving or i'm not moving as fast as how you're moving so i need for you to slow down so i can catch up We're not slowing down over here. I'm not slowing down for nobody. Either catch up or get left, baby. <laughs> like what? No, we're not doing that. We're not doing that. Get somebody else to do it. Mm -mm. We're not doing that. I'm not slowing down for nobody. I'm going to move at my pace because my pace is my pace. And that's just what that is. 
And so when people, you got to pay attention to what people say. Don't just listen to people and you hear something that goes in one ear and out the other. Really listen to what people say, how they say it, their tone, what they say, and truly process it. And just think, like, did they just say that? Like, I don't know. You got to be on, like, a deep level to be able to, like, catch the stuff people be saying. Confused. So, the next thing that I want to talk about, okay, is empaths. If you're an empath, and I'm talking to my divine ladies, my divine ladies, okay, if you are an empath, an empath, I don't really know what the meaning is, but I know that an empath is somebody that, I think it's somebody that pretty much feels things. Like you can feel on a whole nother level. You can really feel like the emotions of things. Like it's intense. It's intense. And so when you're an empath, you kind of take on other people's emotions like quick. Like I, I, I'm an empath. I'm an empath. And a lot of times empaths, you know, we have this healing spirit to us, right? So if you think about it, if we have this healing spirit, we're going to attract people that don't have a healing spirit or that people that need to be healed. Okay, and so when these people need to be healed, we we attract them to us. They can sense that we have a healing spirit about ourselves, and so that's how you get like polar opposites, the law of polarity, which I talked about that in another video. And so if you have not seen that, go and watch my video about the laws of the universe. Um, it's a good video, and you're gonna learn something. The law of polarity says that everything has a polar opposite. Everything has a polar opposite. So a lot of times we will attract empaths. We will attract, you know, those negative people, which those negative people are sometimes narcissists, right? And so there's nothing that you can do to not attract these narcissist people. You will attract them. There's nothing you can do because you're a, you have this healing spirit to heal. And so if that's your purpose, that's what you're meant to do. You can't shake the purpose. You can't change the purpose. The purpose is the purpose. That's the vision. That's the goal, like to heal. And so embrace that. Embrace that about yourself. But how you will deal with these narcissistic people is that you have to create boundaries. You have to create boundaries with them because like I said, you, you will attract them. There's nothing you can do to not attract them. You will attract them. And so with narcissistic people, you have to create boundaries with them. The most powerful thing a woman can do, and I said this before, especially in our divine energy, is our silence. Is our silence. That is very powerful because once I become silent, you know it's a problem. Once I... Once I um, remove myself from you and I am no longer accessible to you 
you know, it's a problem, right? So that is one of our powers of being divine, knowing when to remove yourself and being silent. You don't have to rah, rah, rah all the time. Because I don't know, for some reason, the rah, rah, rah gets them excited. They like that. They like that, right? What happens is when you get silent, when you when you remove yourself, now they, they get scared. They get scared. Like, oh, snap, what did I do? I done did something. She's not talking to me. She's not stressing me. She's not worried about something. Something's off. Something, something not right. I need to fix this, right? And so you have to create these boundaries with these people because they will drain you. They will play with you. And they will try to make you feel like you did something. They'll try to flip it on you. Like you did something. The whole time, they was the one. The whole time, they was the one disrespecting you or going against the boundaries that you set. And so, being silent and knowing when to remove yourself, removing the um, access to you is our most powerful thing that we have, okay? And so we got to know when to start using that. And like I said before, you can't do anything but attract these people. Me being an empath, y'all, um, I've dealt with a lot of narcissistic people. And I'm just wondering, like, why do I keep attracting these people? And so I'm just now realizing it's because I have this healing spirit on me that I want to heal people. And and it's true because even in those times when I was attracting those people, I knew that I wanted to possibly heal them. I knew that. But I didn't think like, oh, I have this healing spirit. That's why they keep coming to me. No, I just knew I wanted to heal. And so it's making sense to me now why these narcissistic people um, keep coming to me. But it's like, I, I'm not going to deal with um, everybody. And I'm going to know, like I said, how to create these boundaries. Because really, a lot of times as empaths, empaths lack boundaries, right? We lack boundaries with our voice and with our um, lady bits, right? or with our accessibility to to us. We lack boundaries in areas. And if you didn't know, I might begin off a little bit of topic here, but your throat, our throat is actually connected to our, our lady bits. And with me saying that is, if your throat is blocked, if your throat chakra is blocked, that means that you also have a hard time with saying no to sex sometimes sometimes you may have a hard time saying no when you really don't want to do it or you don't want to be involved in things you don't have enough courage or enough um your your throat is blocked to where you're not going to be able to speak up for yourself and create these boundaries and so we have to learn to start creating these boundaries and that is going through a healing um, process of a healing step to be able to you know take back control 
take back control. Okay. And so empaths, being an empath, I would just let people walk all over me. I know it's hard to believe. But I used to let people walk all over me. It started with my family. I would let them walk all over me. They'd ask me for help all the time while I'm a child. You know, I'm always helping and just trying to be of some sort of like need to others. Um, trying to please people, people pleasing. Um, just always being there for other people. And that led into my um, adult life where I was doing the same exact thing. People pleasing, I'm always trying to help other people or pretty much doing more for others than what they would do for me. And so going through that, it's like, I had to kind of take a step back, especially like starting this journey. I had to like take a step back and just start creating boundaries with a lot of people. I cut a lot of people off, most definitely because that was the easiest thing to do. Um, as soon as I became an adult, I cut them off. Gotta go. All right. And <laughs> I just pretty much like started creating boundaries. I think that's like the most important thing that I've done is created boundaries to where now people know not to call me and ask me for something that's over, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, she, she ain't gonna do it. She's not gonna do it. Don't call her. Yeah, don't. Um, but I, I'll help, you know, here and there. But I, and I think that this is also like one of my like, my like things that I'm like, it's like a trauma thing where I just helped so much as a teenager. I helped so much and the help just went unappreciated, unnoticed to where now as an adult, it's like, I don't want to help y'all with nothing nothing so now i'm getting myself back into the mode of learning how to help but still not go against these boundaries i'll help you like this but i can't cross this boundary of where that'll be too much for me so creating boundaries that actually make sense and you yourself you have to actually follow those boundaries as well don't ever go against the boundary that you set even if people want to try to make you feel like Oh, but I really need this. I really need this. Don't do it. Just don't do it. Don't do it. Okay, what's the next thing? So, this is this one's good. This one's good. Hold on. So, one of my um siblings, she called me and she was like, um, let me see how I put this. I don't want to put her business out there. She called me and she was like, oh, this girl from my father's side, because we got different fathers, 
from my father's side um she's my cousin or whatever is what she's saying and she she's doing this thing that i'm doing and so this is this is something that i've been doing for like four years four years and she just started this year and i'm telling y'all what she said she said she just started this year and it's like a competition and so I guess the the cousin won the state competition. Like her her and her fellow people won the state competition with this activity that they're doing. And so my sister's my sister's like she's like, mm, why she wanna um start doing this after I've been doing it for so long and this is my thing, I do this. And so my my sister really wanted me to like jump on there and be like, "What? Why is she doing that? Why is she why is she trying to take your stuff? She trying to she trying to take your stuff." But I had to kind of like put her up on game. I had to put her on game, like real life. This is real life right here. So what happened here was people, and I've had this happen to me before. I'm I'm gonna tell you after this. But people will, people will do something and then somebody else copy them. And then you'd be like, or that person would be like, why are they doing that? I did that first or I did this. I've done it before. I've been there when it came to a hairstyle, when it came to the car I drove, when it came to a, a, a specific style I, I done been I done been this person right and so I'm like I said you're thinking about it wrong you're thinking about it all wrong yes you um, are vet at this activity yes you are um, the person who started doing this activity within the family nobody else nobody else was hopping on that wave at all you was the only one riding that wave right i said but don't look at it like oh she want to steal your life or she wants to copy what you're doing don't look at it like that look at it like you're an inspiration you're an inspiration what literally if somebody wants to hop on the wave you riding i'm i'm gonna look at that like oh i must have inspired you that's that's nice that's lovely i'm happy that that you wanna that you wanna um partake in whatever the wave i'm riding on yeah i know i've been i've been here before you or i know that i've been doing it longer than you i know that i'm you know, I'm I'm humble in my space of knowing that my spot can't ever be taken. I'm humble enough. And so I'm like, don't look at it like, oh, she in, in that negative light. Because then guess what happened, right? She's looking at a negative to where I guess she reaches out to the girl. And the girl, I guess she's like taking some time to respond back. She said that she was responding back late and all this stuff to where she assumed that the girl thought that she was better than her 
I said, see, your negative thinking has literally caused you to assume that she thinks that she's better than you. But in reality, you, you feel like she's better than you. You wanna know why? Because she won, her and her little group, they won the state championship. So you feel like she's better than you. You're giving her that power. You're giving her that. And she's like, okay, well, well, when I see her, she better know that she better humble herself. I said, no, you need to humble yourself. You need to humble yourself. Because if you know who you are, you know that you've been here longer, you know you've been doing this longer, be humble about it. Be humble about it. Yes, her team may have won the, the state, whatever, but that don't mean that she has a, the same amount of experience as you. That doesn't mean that her as a person, her per, her performance as a person is better than yours. That just says that her team all together, they have better teamwork than your team. That's all that says. And so people, you will, so then, you know what I'm saying? You'll start to really create these scenarios in your head of, oh, she must not like me or, or, or they must think they're better or they probably thought they could do it better. You'll start creating these negative scenarios in your head. So when then, when you actually see this person in person, now there's tension between you that only you know about. <laughs> You're the only person who has this tension. And so when, when they come around, they probably like, what, what is wrong with, like, what is wrong with her? Like, not even, not even giving you two thoughts, not even thinking about you, they literally, are they literally are like what is going on like it this is weird this is weird this is weird and i'm pretty sure you've probably been on that end as well where you will go around somebody and you realize it's weird negative tension that you have no clue what's going on like i don't know what's going on with you right whole time this person is beefing with the thought of you in their head I told her, I said, you need to be humble. You need to be very humble. Understand who you are. Understand that you are the vet, okay? But don't, don't knock her because you feel some type of way. You feel some type of way. She never gave you the impression that she felt like she was better. You assumed that. Just because she probably responded later or something or whatever it was, you know what I mean? She probably got other stuff going on in life. Like it was it wasn't a situation that was like, oh, she gave attitude and oh I'm better. It was nothing like that. You literally created all of this in your head with just a thought of thinking. She thinks she's better than me. You think that. You think that. And so that's when people will start to project how they feel onto you. 
I've done that before as well. I've projected a lot of times. I, I still project. I still project sometimes. And so people will project their fears onto you. They will project their own thoughts onto you as if that's your thoughts when really that's theirs. Or they'll be like, oh, well, why are they not doing this? They need to do this better. Or let me give an example. Why, why she can't cook? She need to learn how to cook. Whole time, you don't know how to cook. Whole time, you be burning up the food. Whole time, you the one need to take a cooking class. People will project so much that it's crazy. Like I said, I still do it. And what's crazy about when I do it is when I project, I'm able to notice that I'm projecting. And so what that does is, is I say, oh, Connie, you're projecting. You, and so I know what that means. That means that it's something within me that I need to fix. If I keep saying, oh, well, people people want to change. This this is one thing, right? People want to change their life or, or they want to keep talking about changing their life, but they don't want to put the work in. I keep saying this. And I'm like, am I projecting? And I'm like, well, no, nah, because I, I, I do want to put the work in. But then I'm thinking like, well, dang, maybe I'm putting in minimum work and I probably need to be putting more work in. I probably need to be putting in 10 times the work I'm putting in right now. But I'm saying it like, ugh, they want they want to change their life, but they ain't trying to put the work in. But whole time, I probably need to be putting in 10 times the work. Like, we are not perfect people. The thing about me and about us and about we is that in this space, we're going to be accountable for ourselves and for our actions. Everything that we do, we accountable for. Everything. This is a place of, of accountability. If you can't have accountability here in this space, then don't come to it. Because here we have accountability. We take accountability for ourselves. Because that's the first step in actually changing your life, being accountable for where you went wrong, what you did right, and what you're going to do moving forward. We're going to be accountable. And so I think I think I really put her on game. I'm like, it was it was a powerful conversation. She thought I was going to get on the phone and be like, what? Mm, she want to be like you? Nah, that's my, that's my, that's my sister. So let me put you on game. That's my little sister. So let me put you on game because I don't want you going around having that mindset, thinking like that, and you causing conflict between you and other people and other people have no clue that they even got beef with you. You causing problems before the problem even start. You causing the problem in your head just by the way you thinking don't think like that be humble be feel like like you're an inspiration i told her i said be happy somebody wants to ride that wave i said anything that you do you should want people to follow behind you don't ever get in uh don't ever ride a wave and be happy that nobody's wanting to follow behind you I said, because if that's the case, 
then you probably shouldn't, you know what I'm saying? You you probably shouldn't be too uh, about that wave you riding. Any any wave that I ride, I want somebody to, to follow behind me. That lets me know that I'm I'm either impacting or what I'm doing is positive. You know what I'm saying? It's something that other people can feel that this is something this is a this is a way to ride think like that be feel inspired and when she comes to you y'all talk y'all chop it up keep congratulate her congratulate her be like baby girl you did good you did your thing period maybe we can work together one day or or we can do something together you know what i mean congratulate her because you not congratulating or you immediately coming with this uh, attitude, people are going to sense that, that you hating. People, people are going to sense that you're being a hater. And no true veterinarian or no true, ex, uh, I won't say expert, but person that has the experience that you have at this thing are going to come into it like, uh, like, you know what I mean? When they're not hating. If if they're not hating, they're going to congratulate you. But they're going to be humble enough to sit in their seat, the seat that they know can't nobody take. Nobody can take it. Yeah, you may have, you know, won something I haven't won, but that don't mean nothing. That don't mean you taking my seat. That don't mean you taking my seat because I'm, 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 I'm in my seat. I'm where I'm supposed to be. I'm 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 gonna catch up. I'm gonna get with you, but no, the yeah, I've I've been, you know, I'm I'm a vet. I've been doing this, but I'm humble enough to sit here, be cute, and congratulate you when you win. And I don't expect you to congratulate me when I when I win, but that's just me, and that's my that's just me. Like that's that's who I am. I'm gonna congratulate you. Sit back, be real cute, because. You're not ever going to feel that I'm hating on you. Cause what I'm hating on you for? But when I when I when I know who I am. What I'm hating on you for? I'm not. I'm gonna congratulate you. Cause that gives off right then and there. That gives off you hating a little bit. And that's why I told her everything that I'm saying to y'all right now. I tell her this. She don't know that I'm telling y'all though. She gonna find out, but should be all right. At least I didn't say her name. So that's that's my theory on it. That's some real advice. If you've ever been in that situation where you was the one hating by yourself, stop hating. Stop hating. Be happy that somebody wants to ride your wave. Be happy that somebody looks up to you. And be happy that they looked up to you and they ride, they, they rode your wave and they, and they actually succeeded. Okay. Don't be no hater. And I'm sure you've been on the other side where you just an innocent bystander. You just an innocent person. And somebody coming up to you with this negative hating energy that you don't know why. You like, what is going on? I'm sure we didn't all been on both sides. I done been on both sides. I was the hater once. Yeah. And I was the innocent, innocent 
lovely lady. So let me go ahead and get into the last, last thing that I want to say. And so this one is not going to be long. It's going to be real short, simple, cute. And so it's about sex partners. So us divine, feminine, beautiful goddess ladies out here in these streets. We're not in the streets, but you know what I mean. When it comes to sex partners, you got to pick the right ones because pick the one that's going to be kind of on the same journey as you. Pick the one that is, if you're eating healthy, you don't smoke, you don't drink, then pick a partner that's doing that exact same thing. Why? Because when you deal with the opposite, Say you eat healthy, you don't drink, you don't smoke, you don't do anything, and you pick somebody that does drink, does smoke, um, eat bad. When you guys have sex, you have a sexual energy exchange, right? And so what happens is, is within that sexual energy exchange, they're going to be dumping those toxins into you. They're going to be dumping that into you. And so... That's why it's best to pick somebody that you're going to have, if you have a sexual relationship, pick somebody that is on the same level as you or better. So that you're not constantly having to recharge or rejuvenate yourself to be, you know, back feeling how you need to feel. Because if you don't notice, sometimes when you do that, you literally can feel the change within you a little bit. You can feel it. You can like, oh. you just, you know. And so, find somebody that's gonna be on the same path as you. And honestly, I think that if we are not in a relationship or married or anything like that, we shouldn't really be having sex at all because we need to kind of like worry about self we need to focus on self build self up to this divine feminine level of energy we need to do that and so honestly i think sex if you're not in a relationship or anything like that it's going to be a distraction it's not going to be um beneficial at all so i just wanted to say you know Tight. <laughs> okay ladies so that concludes our late night thought i want to thank you guys so so much for making it all the way to the end of the video if you have not already please like comment and subscribe to your girl's channel i'll be back with more i'm so excited i can't wait i don't know what i'm gonna talk about but i'm gonna talk about something something divine okay and so again thank you guys for tuning in and i'll see you next time